Hey there, fellow creators and digital enthusiasts. Welcome to As a Creator, the podcast where we dive headfirst into the fascinating minds and stories of the coolest, most innovative individuals shaping the creative landscape on TikTok and Instagram. I'm your host, Charlotte Tricartin, and I couldn't be more stoked to kickstart this journey of discovery and inspiration with all of you. Today, we are talking to Adam Rydell, the founder of Club Doctor Golf Polish. Adam started his company on Amazon, but he soon realized that he could grow much faster on TikTok. Within a few short weeks of posting on TikTok, Adam had several viral videos and is gaining a lot more traction for his e-commerce product. In my opinion, he's doing exactly what it takes to grow a brand on the platform. Today, we go over his strategies, ideas, and goals for the future. Before we jump in, let's give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Char Charms. Go and make your water bottle fun and functional at charcharms.com. Let's get started. Hi, Adam. Welcome to As a Creator. I am so excited to have you on. Yes, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Me and Adam met when we were at a networking event and I was just talking to people about TikTok and Adam was kind of just like, hey, you know, what do you recommend with TikTok? And now here we are. I'm interviewing him on my podcast about what he's doing as a creator. So Adam, it's so awesome to have you on. So Adam, you've had quite a journey with your TikTok and content creation, which is why I'm so excited to talk to you about all of that. Um, so tell me a little bit about like when you when did you start on TikTok and Instagram and why did you even start? Yeah, so for my business, I was always kind of doing Instagram and a little bit of TikTok. So I've been running the business for about two years now. And I always kind of existed on these platforms, but I wasn't really posting very engaging content and it wasn't really getting any traction. I was just posting like I don't know, quotes from famous golfers, uh, videos of me just randomly at the course, but none of it was really with any strategy or thought behind it. And so about two to three months ago is when I really started to take TikTok and Instagram Reels much more seriously, put a lot more effort into it and really think about the content I was making and and put a lot more strategy and thought into it. And as a result, it's it started to gain a lot more traction. It's helped me gain a lot more followers. And um, I've had f- several different viral videos as well, which has been great. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think hearing about that shift from, okay, kind of just posting like here and there to, okay, two to three months ago going all in, what did that shift look like for you? Like what changed? I just took a lot of commitment. Um, I, it was kind of like a three phase thing. So that first phase where I was just, like I said, just posting stuff to like make the brand look official and just have a page really wasn't doing anything. And then I started to take it a little more serious and I would use a lot of like those cap cut templates and like, I would, I don't know, I would just make like, I'd put a little more thought into my video. And then I think in late March, early April, I was like, okay. And that's when I really started to like get the notes app on my iPhone out, take notes on like type of videos I should be making, doing research on TikTok, looking at other brands in my space and seeing what they were doing. And that's when I really formulated a plan. And that also goes hand in hand with like the amount of content I was producing. So where I started at like four times a week, 
I was posting. Um, when I really started taking it seriously, I was posting like sometimes five times a day, just trying to test things, wow. see what would work and really just push it hard. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Four times a day is a ton of content, especially going from four times a week to essentially tripling or even quadrupling that. I feel like it's a volume game when it really comes down to it. And the fact that you've been able to get so many viral videos in just a matter of two months. And like, that's really why I wanted to have you on is because you had such a similar initial journey as myself with char charms were like kind of just posting here and there like posting to post and then it was like oh my gosh you know tiktok is the spot like i need to go all in and i feel like you definitely really did that with just the volume so with posting four or five times a day like to most people that is going to sound absolutely crazy so yeah. how does that workflow look like like what are you doing on a daily basis to make sure you can pump out four to five videos a day. I kind of would structure it so like two of my videos would be very high effort. You could consider them high production. So I was recording clips on my phone, bringing them into my computer and editing them in Adobe, like super oh, wow. serious. Yeah, like it was crazy. Adding voiceovers and whatnot. And then I would usually do like two or three more that were, that were like, maybe a TikTok trend or just cutting up different video with music on my phone. So like two or three, like less serious videos. Um, so yeah, it was initially, it was, uh, that was usually the strategy I followed. I was just doing two like very serious, highly produced ones. And then three that I could do when I was just like sitting on the train or mm -hmm. walking TV on my couch, I could just yeah, edit them, them quickly. Post them. Yeah. How long did that take you every day? How much time were you putting into it? Initially, I was when I was first getting started, I was doing like two or three hours for the two highly produced ones, and then, like I said, I don't know, like fifteen minutes here and there for those um, for the less serious ones that I was just doing on my phone. Okay, and did you find a difference with the interaction and the engagement with the highly produced videos versus the more chill videos? Yeah, this is actually something I learned very early on is that sometimes you don't want it to be too official and serious, mm -hmm. especially on TikTok. People don't people don't want to see that. They don't want to see stuff shot with a fancy camera and edited with all these crazy effects and everything. Sometimes the stuff that you just shoot on your phone and add a little piece of text over or use a trending sound is what works best. So... I think I've kind of shifted the percentage to more of that. Mm. Call it un or underproduced content, not underproduced, but like yeah, special and less like serious because that's that's what the type of platform TikTok is, and people don't want to see super high quality and crazy stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. And even when I see like, it's almost too commercially. When exactly. there's a video that you know is like 4K content, you're like, hold on. this They're trying to sell me something. Like, exactly. It, no, that's exactly it. It's like the, beep, the viewers can see right through it. They know when you're trying to sell them something. Yeah. And I think with TikTok especially, the platform is so... Um, like it's so raw and people just want to see like real random, like 
you know, you're just some random guy showing them some golf thing and they're like, okay, cool. Like, that's so awesome. Um, They don't want to feel like they're being sold. And I feel like that was such a major shift that I had to convince my dad because my dad's like, you should have shop charge harms in it. And like, you should have shop charge harms in the caption and you should open up by saying, oh, this is charge harms. And like, that's what's not to do. Like people want to have to comment, right, to figure out you know, where can they buy something or how can they engage with you? Um, So that was definitely a major shift that even I had to learn. And I had to convince my dad because he's the one that's dealing with my content creation every single day too. But kind of on that note, you know, right now you're a business owner, you have your own business. How do you manage the balance between running your business and then also making sure that you're putting in time for the content? Like, what does that look like in your day to day? Yeah, so initially I was, when I really first got into TikTok and I had that like first viral video hit, I was like every day spending a significant amount of time thinking of ideas. And then I was like, two weeks in, I was like, okay, I'm like way too focused on this and like other parts of my business are lagging. Um, So what I had to do was essentially cut out time to focus on content creation. So for for those of you that don't know what I do, I sell products you use to take care of your golf clubs. And a lot of that is just me like cleaning up different golf clubs and whatnot. Um, so now I usually set aside like one day a week, like say Monday, Monday afternoon, I'll, I'll take my clubs outside and I'll just shoot like 20, 30 minutes of video on my iPhone, just like cleaning my clubs or like any other ideas I have. And then, cause that's the longest part for me is mm-hmm. that shooting the content editing it's pretty easy especially with all the the apps and stuff we have today that's the easy part so i mostly just set aside like one day a week to shoot and then i i have this content all on my phone ready to go that i can just whenever i have downtime like i said i'm commuting or something i can just bring it into an editing app chop it up and and post it and that's honestly made things a lot easier it's just setting aside time for that and then and just having that content there. Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> I think having a workflow like that on a week-to-week basis um, is definitely important, especially as a business owner, right? Like you don't want this to take away from everything else that you're doing to mm-hmm. also grow the business because TikTok isn't everything, but it can definitely help. So obviously you monetize from TikTok. How has that changed your business and what it looks like and your sales channels? It's been crazy. So before TikTok, Instagram, uh, I was doing a large percentage of my business on Amazon. Like how much? Sorry? Like how much on Amazon? Oh, like probably like 80%. Okay. Honestly, probably more like 85, 90%, which is not a necessarily bad thing. But deep down, I like didn't love that it was like that because they keep all your customer data, they charge you all these fees and everything. And I just didn't, I don't know, I wasn't like proud of that. And so um, I started posting Instagram, TikTok reels and using call to actions directly to my website. And it's like, even that out a lot more to the point where in the next two months, I'm guessing it'll probably start to sway in uh, majority being on my website, which is awesome. So wow it's really helped a lot and it's it's wild would you say that your 
website to Amazon now is like 50-50 or is it even more than that? I still think it's like 60% Amazon and 40% TikTok. But the reason I think this is, is because people see my videos on TikTok and instead of going to the link in my bio, they'll just go to Google and like search Club Doctor. And the problem is, Mm. is that the first thing that pops up is the Amazon link and like the Amazon or the Google shopping page. It's like Amazon is first. So I'm working with some Google people, uh, ads guys and stuff to hopefully take that number one spot. And I think that'll yeah. solve a lot of that. Okay, interesting. And have you just seen your sales go up because of TikTok? Yeah, totally. It's been... <laughs> it's been <laughs> <laughs> You're chilling. You're mad chilling. That's awesome. I'm, I mean, like that makes me so happy because... I know TikTok is just such an amazing tool for people who have businesses and want to monetize in some way or another. Um, so that's so awesome to hear. And I absolutely love to hear that. Thank Do you, you. feel I, like... I owe a lot of it to you. You, you really <laughs> kicked me in the ass to get started. You guys, all I told Adam was like, dude, go all in. And he did. And that's really what it is. Like, you have it within you, I think every single one of us does, to create a personal brand and it's and even just create content for whatever business you have. And it's just a matter of like putting in the work. Do you think it's more of a volume game or more of a quality game? Or is it a little bit of both? I think initially it's a volume game. So I think, especially if you're running a business, but also in like personal brand cases, initially you're going to have to do pump out all different types of content. So Mm -hmm. you're going to have to try different things, different style videos, different trends, call it what you want. And you're going to have to see what works. So like when I was saying I was posting five times a day in the beginning, I'm really only doing maybe one or two times a day now because Mm -hmm. I've really found out what my audience likes to see and what works. So initially it's a volume game. And Mm -hmm. once you figure out the type of videos that you work well for your case, then you can kind of hone in on that and and really focus on that style of video. But at the same time, I think it's it's good to continue to try other different types of content because like we've discussed in the past, you don't want to like keep showing the same right. type of content. So you, you need to evolve with it. But um, I also don't think it's like you need to constantly keep changing. Like if you find something mm-hmm. that's working, I think you continue to do that and yeah, and push it until it doesn't work. I actually had a thought on this the other day when I was thinking about my own personal content creation and like how I've gone through so many iterations of different types of videos that people who are finding my content now, they've never seen my old content. Like they've never seen what I used to post. So yeah. it's almost like sometimes you have to go back to your roots and what worked in the very beginning because most people that are discovering now you now have never seen those videos or they've never seen your opinion on that topic or whatever it is so like we might think that we are just doing the same thing over and over and over again and for us it might get boring but it's not getting boring for the viewers because they're seeing this for the first time um so i think that's such an interesting way to kind of like think about things that every time you're like every time you're posting and as you continue to grow you get new people like you get new eyes that have never seen you before and you have to remember that 
it's not like they've seen this a hundred times. You've seen it a hundred times, but they haven't. Um, so I think making sure that we're kind of keeping that in mind also with content creation is very important. Do you yeah. think, have you gone through any, you know, major challenges with content creation? Like, what do you think was your biggest challenge in these last two months of really going all in? Honestly, you get this when you get your first like viral video. You yeah. Get such a high and like the sales are coming in like life is perfect. <laughs> good. But then there's times where it's not always like that, where you have 10, 12, 15 videos in a row get like 500, 1,000 views. And you're mm -hmm. like, what the heck is going on? And like you'll make a video and you're like oh this is a banger this one is gonna pop off and then it does like again a thousand like nothing views. so i as far i haven't had any like major challenges but mm -hmm. it's just mentally being okay with that that like there's gonna be times where it's not it's not going crazy and it's not popping off but yeah okay and like consistent with it yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. So in these last two months, you know, you've done, you've had 80,000 likes, you know, you're coming up on this 10,000 follower mark, which is amazing. Um, I think you've really just ramped it up so quickly, which for me has been very impressive to see. Um, what would you say, like, was that 1 million video, is that your most viewed video? Because you have now a couple, a handful of viral videos is that one million view video is that your highest i i actually don't have one out of a million yet oh eight? it's not yeah almost yeah so uh, this was actually last week i i posted one it was like an asmr style video which has been working well for me where you kind of like just clean the club up mm -hmm. and it hit like 800k which was sweet so okay that's, that's my biggest one so far 800k is my biggest and then i think i've got one at like 400 on instagram okay you have a couple at 400 or almost 500 on tiktok too which is oh uh, yeah there are companies that will pay thousands of dollars to reach a hundred thousand people right mm -hmm. like it's so wild to think that we can do this completely organically um which i absolutely love about tiktok yeah no i agree I think that's a, like, especially if you're a small business like us, it's like we, we don't have money to deploy to get like millions of eyes on our products like that. Mm -hmm. But we do have time and, and work ethic to just d make content that will do that for us. So yeah, absolutely. That's just the beauty of it. Awesome. And do you just repost your TikToks directly to Instagram every single day? The same thing? Yeah, so TikTok started popping off first, <laughs> and um, one day I was like, you know, I'm going to take my viral TikToks and just put them on Instagram and see what happens, <laughs> and I, I didn't even, like, do any sound strategy or anything. I just, like, downloaded the TikTok, mm -hmm. uploaded it to Instagram, <laughs> and it's like, Instagram's almost, like, going crazier. I almost, like, prefer Instagram because Instagram... First of all, I think the leads are better. I think the, mm -hmm. that like the the people that visit your website through Instagram are more likely to purchase. Mm. But also, Instagram will if your post is two months old, they'll continue to push it. Like I have this one that's like two months old and can just, it's still getting like hundreds of likes a day. 
Wow. Like TikTok, your post is like two weeks old. They'll pretty much get yeah. it. Instagram will just keep it going. So like once you have 10 viral videos stocked up in your Instagram feed, they just continue to push them and it's it's crazy. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, I think it's going to be interesting for you to continue to kind of experiment and see like, what if you post a video on Instagram first and see how it does and then yeah. post it on TikTok, like flipping it around, experimenting with it. Um, you know, what do you have in mind for the next couple weeks or months of content creation for Club Doctor? Are you going to continue on like the same path of a couple TikToks a day and then posting to Instagram? Or are you thinking about trying new things? Yeah, I'm definitely going to continue uh, posting TikTok and Instagram. One thing about the TikTok Instagram thing, I feel like TikTok has this, I mean, I'm sure it's proven, but there's like a test period for your video where they kind of mm-hmm. see if it's worthy of being pushed or not. And like I said, sometimes you have this video and you're like, holy cow, this is amazing. Like this one's going to go viral and it doesn't. And you're like, what the heck? Usually Insta- it'll go viral on Instagram. Like I feel like Instagram's like... Yeah, I feel like Instagram's test period is much longer and they're like more thorough with it because the Mm. ones that I post on TikTok that I'm like, this one's going to go crazy that don't, I put them on Instagram and they do well, but interesting. Yeah. Outside of that, I was at VCon this past weekend, Gary V's um, conference and he was talking huge about how the best places to be posting is Facebook Reels and YouTube Shorts. And mm-hmm. for me, a lot of my customer customers are like older, 40, 50 golfers and whatnot. So Facebook is just like the perfect place. So I'm just going to start adding posting to Facebook. I still I need to kind of figure it out because... There's this weird thing where like you can post on Instagram and it'll like recommend to Facebook. So I don't know if I need to like, turn mm. that off and post on separate channels. Yeah. I'm still figuring that out. But I think Facebook Reels could be a massive opportunity for me. So I'm excited to get that rolling. Yeah, absolutely. We have Char Charms posting on Facebook and YouTube, but we just post it separately because um, Instagram to Facebook, it's kind of like weird. So I just like to do yeah. it separately. And I, that's what I would recommend for you. And just make sure you post it as a reel on there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that'd be massive for you. And YouTube shorts too. So just, you know, do it all in one. Hey, get an intern, you know, find an intern yeah. and have them do that for you on a daily basis, reposting your mm-hmm. stuff. It's worth it yeah. for sure. Yeah. So are there any future goals or plans that you have as a content creator? I know you mentioned that you kind of want to evolve your content a little bit. What would that look like? I don't I'm not quite sure yet. I'm not the like super be in front of the camera type of guy. Like I don't, <laughs> I could never be as high energy as you are in some of your um, TikTok. <laughs> but I don't know. I'd love to like either get to that point or find someone who can like connect. I just, I don't know. I kind of want like a face associated with the brand. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like differ on that. Like some people are like, oh, I don't want anyone to know who I am. That's running mm. the brand. I just want it to like exist, which is kind of where I'm at now. But I don't know. I don't really know where I want to go with the content. Um, it's kind of just a day by day thing. And okay. As far as other content though, I, I've, I've been, so this, this year, one of my new year's resolutions was to make a YouTube video every week. 
So I've been doing that. So I do like, it's like a good creative outlet. I don't, I only have like 350 subscribers, but it's just fun and cool. And I'd love to like continue to push that. That's so awesome. Well, we will definitely link your YouTube in the show notes as well as all your other socials. Um, And you know what, Adam, I think it would be so cool to do a follow-up interview with you in two or three months and see what's changed over the course of the next two or three months. Because I'm sure by the next time that we talk, like you will for sure be in the tens of thousands of followers and your business will mostly be Shopify or your normal website. Um, so I think that absolutely, we, I'd love to do a follow-up interview with you. And Adam, in one sentence to wrap this up, what do you believe is the essence of being a successful content creator? I think the essence of being a successful content creator is creating content that you're proud of, that you're proud to show your friends and family, and that is fun for you to create. Awesome. I absolutely love that. Adam, again, thank you so much. This episode is sponsored by Charge Farms. So if you need a gift for your girlfriend, go and get her some Charge Farms. And we will talk soon. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening.